So tonight we're focusing around the Lord's table and uh, just got a short talk and then uh, we're going to share the bread and the wine together and then we're going to worship some more. And if you want to be prayed for, anointed with oil um, or just want to confess something, whatever you want to do, uh, just come up in, in during that worship. I'll explain a bit more about that um, later on. I remember, I, was, I did ask Andy his permission. Uh, years ago he came round to my house when we were still in Stock Road and um, he was ill. And he had something to do the next day. We couldn't remember what it was. We had something to do. And he said, you know, Smithy, he said, you've got to anoint me with oil. So I said, okay. So I've got my best extra virgin olive oil out. And it's quite a big bottle. It wasn't cheap stuff. And um, anyway, we didn't. We prayed. And so I just, you know, when I anointed with oil, I just did a sign of the cross. And, you know, in the name of Jesus. He said, I feel like you've got to pour the whole bottle over me. It's a true story. I thought, well, it's five quid. You know, and um, he's a lot holier than me, I can tell you. And anyway, we did it. We did it. And he reminded me it was all over the carpets. I can't remember what happened with us after, but it probably wasn't good. And, and um, so I've got the bottle, and it, just, and it just went all down him. And it was actually a real moment, wasn't it? And I thought, oh, I don't know if he was being a bit crazy. And the next day he rang me up. He said, Smithy, he said, it's all gone. He was healed. Uh, there's nothing magical in that. And there's no guarantee. But the Bible does talk about anointing uh, with oil. And uh, it was a special moment, and I was reminded of it tonight. And I did ask him where I could share that. I'm going to read from Psalm 103. Um, and as I read this, and as we hear from God's Word, and as we take the bread and the wine, just have your hearts open to what the Holy Spirit is doing. Uh, he's always at work in the, in the heart of a believer. And if there's anything you feel prompting, then be ready to share it, or be ready to be open to him to be ministered to. But Psalm 103, a Psalm of David. Praise the Lord, O my soul. In my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbour his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Us knows how we were formed. He remembers that we are dust, and as for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it's gone, and in its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. His kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works, everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. I love that psalm. And it shows us, doesn't it, a lot about the character of God. And it's good to be reminded that as we come uh, to this table. The first thing that we can uh, uh, really draw from the psalm uh, is an obvious one. The Lord forgives. He is a forgiving God. 
He wants to forgive. He seeks to forgive. Verse 3 said he forgives all our sins. So I don't know if you're sitting tonight and thinking, well, people here doesn't know what I've been up to. I don't, but God does. And he's longing to make sure that you know you can be forgiven. He wants to set you free because verse 10 says he doesn't treat us as our sin deserves. You see, I know in my own heart it can be corrupted and tarnished and tainted, spoiled, maybe feel dirty, guilty. But he doesn't treat us as our sin deserves. He removes, verse 12, our transgressions as far as the east is from the west. It means that we've been redeemed. And it was costly. It cost Jesus his life. But you were worth it. And he says, remember, remember this, what I did for you. Because it demonstrates his love. You've been forgiven. You've been forgiven. And so therefore you must forgive. You must forgive. And in Matthew's Gospel, when Jesus talks about that, the expectation is that you will forgive. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. If you don't forgive, it's a sign of the Lord's forgiveness to you that you're able to. Sometimes that's a long process. Sometimes, and it's never saying that if something was okay, but we are called to be forgiven. Forgiving. And I think, um, we was on a course yesterday, actually it came up, but I know in my ministry that's a major stumbling block for a lot of people. And it's been a stumbling block for me in my life. There are times when people have hurt me, but it's really best to be, keep short accounts because actually it does you more damage than them. And it can really restrict the, the flow and the power of the Holy Spirit in your life because you're getting bitter and resentful. You're thinking bad of somebody. And the easiest way to get rid of that is to start praying for them. Just pray for them, even if it's against every natural will. In your, the Holy Spirit will give you the power to do that. Keep short accounts. I could hold a grudge for a long time, and I can tell you, it just eats away. You wake up, you start thinking about the person. It's not good for you. And it's often said, isn't it, to forgive is to set the captive free and realise the captive all along was you. So he's the Lord that forgives. He's also the Lord that loves. Verse 4, the Lord crowns us with love and compassion. He crowns you with love and compassion because he is compassionate and he is love. He satisfies, verse 5, our desires with good things. Not necessarily all the things we want, but good things. He's compassionate, verse 8, slow to anger, abounding in love. And verse 12, like a father to his children, he shows compassion. I know with my children, if I see them hurting... All I want to do is cuddle them and tell them it's going to be okay and I'm there for them. I'll happily swap their suffering and put it on myself. And the Bible says like a father to his child is the compassion that God has for you. And we've got to get on with it. The Bible says here that life is short, verse 15. Days are like grass and 16. The wind blows and it's gone. Our days are like grass. The wind blows, it's gone. You could get depressed about that except we're going to be with him for eternity. But it, may, it does give me a sort of, when I read that, I think, well, I've got to get on with it. I don't want to waste this life, these opportunities God has given me. So think about your week uh, that's past and think about your week ahead. And think about your actions. Would they reflect? Would they reflect? Verse 4 said, the Lord has crowned you with love and compassion. Go out and wear the crown. Be loving, be compassionate, be different. Christian life's a journey. And we're told to encourage and to love and to forgive. And, and actually build, build up people. You know, one of the fruits of the Spirit is kindness. We need more kindness in the world. People are so quick to judge and condemn. And even in the church, you know, we can do that, but it's not, that's not of God. And because of all these things, uh, last point, therefore uh, we praise the Lord, which we've been doing. The worship was you know, really powerful. Could have just carried on, really, but 
Um, but uh, anyway, never mind, it was really good. Um, but when you look at the words used in the psalm, love, compassion, gracious, abounding love, all these things. So we have to praise the Lord. It's mentioned six times, verse 1, 2, 20, 21, 22. So as we come to communion, we want to ask God, the, the Holy Spirit, to increase those characteristics of God himself. Love, compassion, gracious, abounding in love. You're made in the image of God. You can do that. So let's get our hearts right before God. If there's any, it might be you've got unforgiveness, you want to come up after and we'll, we'll pray about that, or, or it could be anything that God's doing a work in your life. Uh, we can lift one another up, it's encourage one another, choose love, choose not to be offended. It's a time for, to confess, and it's a time to receive from God, who longs to give good gifts to his children. And what a powerful name it is, the one who gives the gifts. Speak blessing over people and be blessed. Forgive because God forgives you. Love because God loves you. And sometimes in spite of yourself, in spite of myself. And then we praise the Lord. Compassionate, real and enthusiastic praise like we just had. Fantastic. So as we come to communion, um, let's get our hearts right. I'll leave some space as I pray over the elements. But be ready to receive the bread and the wine. Uh, you can eat the bread as soon as you're ready after you've given thanks. We'll drink the, the, the wine together because we're people of the new kinds. We're people that don't go along to the pattern of this world. We, we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. We're not supposed to conform, so we're different. And, and a lot of that is shown in our character. And then we can praise the Lord afterwards. And while we praise in the Lord, then, as I said, I've got oil here. We're at Tom's here. We're around some elders here or just a person next to you. If you want prayer, take that time. It's a time of time of ministry and prayer uh, we're, we're just going to worship it's in the context of worship so we're not having any embarrassing silence and then you hear some footsteps and you think someone's coming up it's not they've gone to the toilet um, it's just an open time of worship where God can minister so be open be open to God he longs to give power and send you out a better person than when you came in so we'll have that ministry time and if you want we'll anoint you with oil and there's nothing magical about it it's just biblical it's just biblical, and it's what we're told to do. And Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for that psalm. I thank you, Lord. It shows us your character of love, of graciousness, of compassion. Help us to be those people. And I pray, Lord, as we uh, come to communion now, just in this silence, we'll bring those things before you that we know we need to. In full assurance of your forgiveness and your love. Thank you, Lord, that you are forgiving God. You set us free from the power of sin, the penalty of sin, the corruption of sin. You cleanse us, and as we take the bread and wine, we give you thanks, Lord, for uh, where, it represents the, where the bread represents your body, we know it was given for us, and where the wine represents your blood, it was shed for us. But it wasn't the end. We thank you, Lord, for the resurrection. We thank you, you defeated death. And therefore, so do we, because even though we may die a death on this earth, we'll be with you forever. And we thank you for that assurance, Lord. So as we take this bread we, and wine, we do so with gratitude. And I pray you'll bless your people, that you'll nourish them spiritually, emotionally. Pray them you'll fill them with your spirit again, Lord, to send them out into the world. We thank you for the bread. We thank you for the wine. We know it cost everything. In Jesus' name, amen.